Yes, let's get into it. Consistency, consistency is the key to success. My name is Anna K. Hutchinson, and you're listening to For Change People. Let's chat, let's laugh, because it's your time to start choosing you. You're listening to For Change People podcast, the show that shows you how to start choosing you. On today's show, we are joined by the award-winning speaker, podcaster, and author, Dominique Brightman. Hey, Dom. How's it going? The amazing A is in the building, baby. The pod building. (laughs) Hey, I'm so happy that you're here. I'm so excited to get into this. How are you doing today? Uh, Doing good, doing good. Good with, uh, we'll go good 7-0. 7 is usually a lucky number. Oh, I love seven. Oh my God, that's my number too. <laughs> that's, that's crazy. It's my number. Yes, lucky number seven. <laughs> um, how has it been since the whole pandemic? I mean, we're still like, you know, kind of getting out of it, but how has it been for you personally? Um, not too bad, to be honest, because after the initial shock where the whole world received a giant face punch from Mike Tyson, metaphorically speaking. Like, able to get back up, surprisingly. Because <laughs> that ain't a punch you're going to get up from. <laughs> and really, actually, actually just amped up a lot of stuff in business for myself. My podcast expanded. Probably had the most guests yet last year of about 137 new authors and then about five returning guests. So podcast expanded got some more money in for business did some more virtual summits so it it wasn't too bad all all together really wasn't too bad it's like oh and plus i'm an introvert too so i recharged by being alone yeah and i got back into gaming too so that was a way to do some coping and some time (laughs) usage (laughs) as well for lack of a better word so it wasn't too bad like it it's it it was too bad it was doable (laughs) Yeah, <laughs> it could have been a lot it was worse. Good. <laughs> it was good for him. Oh, that's amazing, though, that you upped your podcasting and uh, your guests. Um, that, that's awesome. Um, so we're going to get into some rapid questions. So what we're going to do is we're going to do this for one minute. I have 20 questions here. And for the one minute, I'm going to see how many questions Dom can answer. So let's pew, pew. see. <laughs> How many questions he can answer in that one minute? Let me get my timer so that we can get this going. Ready? Yeah? Oh, yeah, like Freddy. All right, let's go. What's at the top of your bucket list? Uh, visit Japan, especially Kyoto. Oh, nice. Name five places. Oh, my God. What name five places you want to visit in 2021? Oh, 2021? <laughs> That's a hard one. All right, sure, let's go for it. So, South Carolina, we'll go with the state. Tennessee, as well as the state. Uh, heck, maybe even Canada, I guess. I'm not sure where yet, since this is rapid. Uh, California? California? The LA area? Yeah, right. sure, why not? <laughs> <laughs> Favorite social media platform? Oh, Twitter. You got to be witty to survive. I'm not a Twitter. Okay. Sing a line from your favorite song. 
I'm just a sexy boy. That's right. <laughs> In 2021, I want to grow my business even more. Nice. What is your favorite summer activity? Favorite summer activity? Definitely beach reading. Oh, okay. And if you could be on any TV sitcom family, what um family? If you could be a member, I should say, which TV sitcom would you be on? Oh, Fresh Prince of Bel Air, definitely. All right, time, time. All right. <laughs> so we got through. Let's see how many. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Oh, not bad. <laughs> not bad at all. All right. So we are going to get into the episode for today. And I want you to share with the audience just a little background about yourself and, you know, what you're doing right now. Up, oh, sure thing. Well, thanks again, the amazing Anna Kay, for having me on your awesome podcast. Uh, Helping out the folks who are really doing the thing and trying to get to the entrepreneurial space and really grow like a wonderful tree, giving positive shade in the summer on a hot day. And for those who don't know me, name's Dominic Dom Brightman, host of the Going North podcast, best-selling author of the book Stay the Course, the Elite Performer's Seven Secret Keys to Sustainable Success, as well as a certified self-leadership trainer with the John Maxwell team who loves to coach, empower, and inspire others to create their immortality, their own piece of immortality. And I'm out in the land of charm, crime and crabs of Baltimore, Maryland. So, yeah, so I love crab cakes, love leadership, especially self-leadership, love reading, Love making folks laugh, indeed. Love talking with people. Hence being a interview-based podcast host who actually interviews authors. And that's just a little bit about me. <laughs> that's a full about him. <laughs> 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 that was a full, okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so, you know, we have to get into the episode for today which is the five e's of leadership and you're going to be sharing um the five e's with us but before we get into that i wanted to ask you um what is uh biggest what is one of the biggest issues you find that leaders um have when it comes on to leadership when it comes on to directing their team, what's one of the biggest issues you find that they they, they, they have? Uh, one of the biggest mistakes is thinking that leadership and management are the same exact two things. That's probably the biggest thing because when folks say management, it's like, oh, yeah, leadership. When people say leadership, oh, yeah, management, yeah. The difference between leadership and management is with leadership, people see, people do. People see what you do. They get inspired to do something, whether that's positive or negative or just to not do anything at all because if you're a quote-unquote leader and no one's following you then in the words of the legendary john maxwell you're basically taking a walk as opposed to management you're basically required to make sure that the system is still running in place and that you're basically meeting certain metrics of the certain system that you're a part of so leadership can tie in to management to make you a better manager because you because the thing about leadership, people see, people do. When you're making sure you're your best self possible, when you're performing at your peak level of performance, then that'll make you a better manager who also has great leadership qualities that folks will definitely want to follow, and you'll get that better and bigger buy-in. As opposed to a manager, I'm sure we've all been guilty of seeing bad managers in action. Have heard those bad management stories, especially those in 
retail, fast food, and all that good stuff where a young person comes in at a young age, they do everything so well that they come from the sunny days of being a top performer to the moon phase of management where you're basically doing something totally different, a complete 180. Exactly. You're from, from performer to manager. Like management, you're making you're responsible for other people. You're like adult daycare, as opposed to the job that you started off in the first place where not all of those skills are transferable. Yeah, so that brings me to my question, which, you know, are all followers, you know, going to get to be leaders if you if you get the direction that I'm going into? I'd say definitely, well, everybody can be a leader. I'll preface it with that. Everybody can be a leader in their own space, mm -hmm. especially in their small circle of friends. Because at, <coughs> excuse me, because at the end of the day, we, at the end of the day, it's like sell or be sold. Sometimes we're selling, sometimes we're buying. We're trying yeah. to sell our kids on, hey, well, this is why I got each vegetable. Selling our spouse, so, hey, maybe we should go to this dating location or things like that. And sometimes we have to buy into those ideas so everybody can be a leader. But no, not everybody's going to be a leader at the end of the day because there's also some folks who are out in an island somewhere praying to a sacred deity and whatnot, and that may be their leader, and they're all just met metaphorical drones per se. So, yeah. <laughs> Not I get everybody's you. leader. <laughs> I get you. All right, we're gonna. <laughs> Too far out there for you. <laughs> we gotta wheel it back in. We gotta wheel it back in. Okay. <laughs> so, the five E's of leadership. Let's get into it. So, what are the five E's of leadership? Ah, sure thing. So, E number one is examination. Examination, because especially when it comes to self-leadership, because from the cradle to the grave, you lead ourselves the longest, then we're going to have to do some self-reflection, self-examination to realize, hey, are we doing the things that we really want to do? And really yeah. just have to, as you're going on in your journey, making sure that, hey, is is, is this really, are we making progress here? Is this like the sunk cost fallacy where I'm going so far along into something because I already put so much time, effort, and money into this thing? And just realizing that you're asking yourself and heck, even your team questions to making sure that you're doing things right. Heck, even from those from a personal leadership standpoint, I like to recommend the mirror force yourself method where you basically ask folks that you trust for their honest feedback of three things that you do well and three things that you need to work on because we all have things that we need to work on and things that we can be weak at and our strengths will surprise us when we ask other people about it especially if it's a trusted voice because then we'll know what to home in on and those weaknesses will be like okay let me watch out for this some of them it's like okay this might be bs but don't tell them that just be open to hearing it so examination is definitely e number one Got to look at yourself, examine, you know, like, I mean, self-examination is definitely important. Um, it doesn't matter what level you're at. You know, you're still going to examine yourself at every single level or stage that you're at in your business because you want to see, is this the right direction that I need to go at? Is this the right stage that I need to get to? So what is number two? <laughs> uh, number two is definitely education. Education. And I'm not just talking about the wonderful college receipts, I'm not talking about those of degrees, I'm not talking about those. That's that's great and all because a lot of folks are going for them, but also just making sure you educate yourself outside of the regular school and regular classes. Like podcasts, like this podcast is a great resource for business owners, like other like YouTube, like YouTube University as some people call it. Like there's so much great content, like the value tainment 
channel. That's another good channel for entrepreneurs at Keeping the Going North podcast for those looking to become authors and just extra self-confidence. Like really just educating yourself on like small increment steps, like having a growth mindset, the Kaizen mindset of continuous improvement, because this is a day and age where especially 2020 showed that your your skills that you may have been a master at 20 years ago may not transfer over nowadays you have to probably keep abreast of things like six months you have to probably have to stay six months ahead of schedule and learn something new or be aware of something at least six months like every six months because it used to be a lot longer back then as opposed to now like cryptocurrency like there's so many cryptocurrencies out there like bitcoin that was a big thing i wish i would have hopped in on it when i first heard about it 2010 and then there was the dogecoin where folks like oh you gotta buy a doge you gotta hold it you gotta hold it and out of nowhere it just decreased in value earlier this week at the time of this recording so just being aware of what's out there yeah, keeping abreast with everything that's going on and what's taking place. So which supporting skills do you think most is most important when it comes out to leadership? Uh, yes, it's going to be one word that breaks out into multiple skills. So communication. Communication is definitely the main skill the leadership possessed. And that breaks into so many different areas like a mind map or a spider web because there's body language being able to read someone's body language like if you're communicating on a zoom meeting are, are folks passed out if they have their camera on are they are they dozing off heck <laughs> even in the days of bc before covid like making sure you can read the room so there's body language as well as being able to public speaking like public speaking is another major thing of leaders yeah. like this one-on-one -on -one conversation that's also another form of public speaking because you and i are having a great conversation last interview that folks are going to be hearing for generations to come so yeah. public speaking being able to communicate your message effectively also listening listening is a part of communication because we are basically communicating 24 7 we're either hearing or listening things or explaining things to other people so being able to be an active listener who actually listens more than we speak like the classic phrase like hey we got two ears and one mouth make sure you use both accordingly like these ears are for listening because you get to learn things especially if you may come across those water cooler conversations where folks are speaking so loud and they think they're not being heard when they're not used to folks hearing them where you're like okay all right so i know my folks don't like this part so i'll take that part of the meeting and surprise them the next time and just really using that to your advantage so definitely communication and then those three that are right under it body language being able to read it and understand it public speaking being able to give a great talk get communicated message effectively and also listening so that way you know what to do and what not to do exactly and if you are you know growing your business and you have clients it's important for you to listen to their needs you know you're not going to help them without knowing what is it that they need or what they want so you got to listen to your clients and it's not all about you i mean sometimes you got to take yourself away from the, the space and put your clients there and just listen to them and take care of them. So what is number three? So what's the third E? Uh, third E is execution. Execution, getting things done because it's great to do some examinations, great to do some self-education, but sometimes folks stick in E number two with paralysis by analysis. So you have to actually execute. Uh, one guy, my buddy, William Winfield, wonderful, good guy. He likes to recommend people if you're gonna if you're like an entrepreneur you're in that nine to five trying to get out of it focus on listening to one podcast and then taking some action from that one podcast like if you're gonna be 
Reading a bunch of books is great. I'm an advocate for because I've done it myself, but also seek to go back and master at least one book and try to do at least three things from that book. Like especially with a wonderful book I recommend people to read, The 21 Qualities of a Leader by John Maxwell. That book is filled with so many great tips for those looking to become leaders or just remind themselves of what a great leader is and taking three action steps from it that you can add to your daily life and pick. Maybe focus on like a different podcast a week, a different speaker a week, a different book a week, and then just doing things from that one thing because that's that's really how things get done, focusing on one thing at a time because we can become so scatterbrained and trying to take so much action that we get little to no action done because we spread ourselves too thin. So execution, definitely get things done. Exactly. And especially when it comes on to this day and age where social media is like showing up while people are doing at the end results because we're not seeing the back work that they're doing. So we're thinking, hey, because they're doing that, I want to do this, this and that to see if I can reach (laughs) their level. But we're not seeing the work that they have been doing for five, six, seven years before now. We're just seeing this result. We didn't see what they put in before. So indeed, yes, execution. You have to learn how to stick to one thing, master that, and then get to it. So how can leaders deal with delegations within their team? So for delegation... This is where the communication piece, the listening piece comes into play. When you're listening, keep your ears to the ground, nose to the ground of your team and how they perform. Basically, keeping aware of those high performers on the team. Like with, to be honest, there's, I forget, like this one, it just comes, these percentages come to mind. There's the top 20, middle 60, and bottom 20. So the top 20 performers, kind of like the 80-20 rule, the top 20% is responsible for the other 80% of your results. The 20-60-20 is where your top 20% performers, those are the ones you should delegate the work to because they're the things that they, because they get things done. This middle 60%, those are the folks who are somewhere in the middle. They may not want to advance into the top 20% or they may like where they currently are, somewhere in the middle. They're just there to do the job get their paycheck going to the kids which is all well and good we need people like that not everybody needs to be an entrepreneur here like that's the other thing too (laughs) yeah (laughs) it it, it is like that's the thing like if you can listen to gary v and all his wonderful folks they'd be like yeah the grind is real you could do this like quit your job it's like uh i mean Mm -hmm. uh, (laughs) like it it, it's really rough like yeah. yeah, I was going to say, and even if you have a plan, it's still hard because you still got to execute that plan, as we said earlier, you know. Mm-hmm. So how are you going to execute the plan if you don't have any skill set in terms of like management, time management, resource? No, you have to make sure that you execute one thing first and then get a brace with that before you move ahead. Yeah. So we're moving on to three. No, four. Ah. <laughs> Oh, uh, yeah, some golf swag for. <laughs> there you go. A corn cob for the listeners, baby. <laughs> That's right. Embrace the corn this. It'll change your oh, life. Oh, Lord. <laughs> you got to. <laughs> uh, but seriously, though, E number four, energy. Energy is E number four, and it's something that's talked about but not mentioned too much in leadership space because most folks will think about it because, like, when it comes to energy, like, you really have to be in your peak performance state, and you have to have at least 
and even if you're not in that state, at least be well enough to perform your duties as needed and to encourage other people as needed and inspire other people as needed. You have to make sure you get enough sleep, like at least a good seven to nine hours of sleep for the majority of people. Now, there's some some crazy people out there who can run on four hours, and well, that's just you. You're a genetic freak, and you're freaking awesome. I mean, hey, if you could do it, that's that's your thing, but uh, yes, seven hours. (laughs) At least get those seven to nine hours of sleep, making sure you stay hydrated, especially if you're one of the more further ahead seasoned entrepreneurs because you want to stave off the Alzheimer's and the dementia because one of the major causes of dementia my father suffered from this is the fact that he wasn't hydrated well enough he always loved to drink Pepsi Coles and things like that he drank water every now and then he would try to drink it but he didn't have enough of it and you're going to need more as you age like now great you're going to be going to the bathroom a lot but staying hydrated will keep your brain healthier because our bodies are made of mostly water and a clear mind is a healthy mind so good sleep getting the water diet's also a great thing as well avoiding the late night snacks heck even intermittent fastings a bonus as well that i recommend because especially on hump days in particular when i would that's like my favorite days for fasting because still got the whole day job sort of thing where it's like oh i'm energized like probably like especially in the later half of the day like the thing like nothing like i do a water fast intermittent fast like late in the evening get this extra energy because your body's cleansing itself like mother nature has you covered your body Mm -hmm. has you covered our bodies are built to basically be able to tackle just about any and all diseases that come our way if we treat our bodies right so always treat your body right so you can have that energy to perform well yeah you need that energy you need it how can a leader fail we're talking about energy here how can they fail? <clears throat> yeah. The only way a leader fails is if they don't turn their L's into lessons. That's the only way a leader fails. Because failure only exists if you don't get back up from your failure. Like, heck, even I remember Jim Rohn listening to a bunch of his tapes over and over again. He mentions how you should set a goal to become a millionaire for the person that you become. And that once you lose your first million, you'll become a better person, you'll get your millions back and become a better person for it because like a lot of folks who have their wealth, they they are usually rags to riches or they had a lower place in life and they got to the higher place and then something crazy happens, like it was a bad investment or something, lose their wealth and then they're able to get it all back, heck even sometimes even double fold because they were able to build that mindset and take the lesson learned from that lesson. So there's really no way to fail unless you just stop doing like if you just decide to go in a cave and hibernate forever that's the only way you can fail yeah and as you said if you don't learn from your failures you know everybody has to go through that trial stage you know you go through it you test something out you realize hey that's not going to work so let me try something else and that's how you learn that's how you grow and that's how you become the leader that you want to be so we're down to our fifth E. So what's that fifth E of leadership? Ah, uh, yes, indeed. The fifth E, to make the thumb happen. That's right. To make the thumb happen. There we go. Thumbs up. There we go. That's right. That's this podcast right here. Eight thumbs up, y'all. Nah, seven thumbs up. Yeah, lucky seven. <laughs> uh, the fifth E is encouragement. And not only encouraging other people but yourself as well because especially as an entrepreneur you're going to need to encourage yourself there's going to be days where you're going to need to pat yourself on the back and those days when you wake up you'll be like man i gotta encourage myself to get out of this darn bed because i don't feel like it and you gotta really remind yourself like hey i have 
something to contribute to this wonderful planet that we live on and it's time to make some action happen so you have to remember to encourage yourself because there's not always going to be fanfare folks like to come and swarm you like a beehive for your honey when you're succeeding and yeah. during the heck even like you mentioned earlier like the five to seven years of basically learning and growing heck even sometimes maybe some folks may have had to deal with lawsuits and whatnot like dealing with all that nonsense to get to where they currently are and you have to encourage yourself along the way. So that's the fifth magical way to put the thumb on it. Yeah, you got. You definitely have to encourage yourself. I mean, it's it's all about your mind too, because sometimes you know it it, it our minds really do affect us. We we think, oh, well, I'm not capable of doing this, or who is taking me serious at this moment? Why like, why do I keep putting out this information? Like you know we. And I go back to social media because it's, it's the day and age that we live in. And you go on Facebook and you go on Instagram and you see this person over here with 20 million followers. And you're looking at yourself like, wait, I got no followers. But it doesn't matter how many followers they have. Do they have engagement? Do they have people looking at them? Do they have people talking to them? Do they have people communicating with them? You know, so these are the things we have to also pay attention to. So, you know, encourage yourself that, hey, I'm doing something worthwhile and I will get to my followers or I'll reach to where I need to go when it's my time to get to that place. So the last question that I have for you. If a team is struggling to stay motivate, motivated, what steps do you think a leader can use to boost that engagement? So, you know, they're not motivated. How can a leader boost that um, engagement? Yep. So since you said engagement, you got to get your whole team engaged with rings. Like men and women, get them all engaged with rings. I'm telling you, that'll increase engagement. Now, granted, you'll probably be bankrupt afterwards, but hey, it'll be okay. Your team will be more engaged. <laughs> no, I'm serious. That's the ring. <laughs> I, was just I know, I know. <laughs> yep, yep, indeed. But no, seriously, though, going back to the why is definitely the major thing. Going back to why everyone is there and what we're here for, like, especially, heck, even the startup cultures, too, like knowing your why and then working from there. Some are, some may be there just to do their job and get, go home. It's like, hey, all right, let's focus on that. Let's see if we can get this to be better for y'all and just focusing on developing your team yeah. because really that's really where the magic happens when you encourage your people and you help them and develop in, in the areas where they may need development also even going back to listening as well listening to your team and seeing if there's anything in their personal life that they may be willing to share because sometimes you you the folks you're leading or the folks that you're teamed up with like they may be going through some personal issues yeah so so far deep into a point where it's starting to show up into their work life and that will happen like that like heck even happened with me in my own life i thought my personal was bad and i thought it wasn't showing up in my work life but it actually was in subtle ways that were subtle to me at the time but weren't so subtle to my boss and she had to call me in and be like hey what's up there you okay and basically just had to explain the situation so basically knowing your why developing your team with some leadership skills something great to help them work on them skills and working to help them get better and that even listening to your wonderful team and seeing what's going on and just having short meetings with people as well those short ones aka short meetings don't have those long grandstanding meetings that go for like five hours don't do no, that that nobody awesome. likes those meetings exactly nobody's paying attention after the first 10 15 minutes i'm saying <laughs> they're already like oh okay we're out of this but um before you go let's talk a little bit about your podcast going north 
So um, if anyone listening, you can join if you're an author and you want to share more, definitely do that. But share a little bit more about the podcast. My pleasure, my pleasure indeed. So the Going North Podcast, Tips and Techniques to Advance Yourself is a wonderful self-improvement podcast where authors share their stories and they come from various backgrounds. We have folks who are New York Times bestselling authors all the way to millionaires, multimillionaires to regular normal everyday folks like myself who may have a book and they may not have built that empire yet and heck even folks who have regular nine to fives and just trying to build a business on their own it's called going north not i've made it up north already it's all about folks on their journey to their own personal success to help others realize that success is tangible so be on the lookout for new episodes monday and thursday and starting in june 2021 new episodes every monday thursday and saturday Ooh, awesome. And your book is also called Going North, right? Yes, ma'am. That was my first book written on a dare, funny enough. Ooh. Uh, so where can we find that book? Ah, uh, yes. So you can find it on Amazon and anywhere books are sold. If you have a local bookstore and you don't have it, ask them to go ahead and get it in there and buy 5,000 copies of it. Heck, maybe even 50 copies of it. So that way you can keep local businesses up and running because that Grim Reaper COVID last year took a lot of businesses by the jugular. Sure did. So definitely head over to Amazon and definitely go get that book going north. And also remember his podcast. Listen to it; it's going north, and you can find them pretty. I'm pretty sure you can find them all platforms, right? Apple, Spotify, Google Podcasts, wherever you listen to your episode, your podcast episodes weekly. Um, Don, thank you so much for joining the podcast. Thank you so much for coming on and for sharing about the five E's of leadership. I'm sure someone took something away from it. And, you know, it was such an engaging conversation with you. He got jokes over here. He got jokes. So (laughs) if you want to hear more, (laughs) you have to go listen to his podcast to get all the jokes that he has to (laughs) dish out to us. Okay. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate you, Anna (laughs) You're welcome. Go for it now because the future is promised to no one. You have just listened to a weekly episode of For Change Be Bold podcast. You can keep the conversation going by following us on our Instagram page and our Facebook page at For Change Be Bold podcast. And until next week, have a wonderful Friday. <laughs>